0: This podcast is brought to you by Mobile Arts Programming. All right, I'm Wes. I'm John. And welcome back to another episode of Bittersweet
1: Stories. That's right, another episode and a new, fresh kind of episode. Yeah. Because this one's going to feature some new questions, which we're hoping to bring to the table in the uh, near future, the upcoming episodes.
0: Yeah. Right? Um, Exactly. You're right. Um, These these are all things we want to go over with uh, future guests, and we've got a number of uh, really interesting people lined up. Yeah. Uh, So stay
1: tuned. But in the meantime, John, what music are you into? You know, Wes, I'm so happy you should ask. And before I answer, I must comment on how familiar this question seems Mm -hmm. almost as though when we run music programming or a new group, it's almost like we ask this question every time,
0: every single time, every time.
1: Or another neat thing that's cool because sometimes for certain people, the state that they're in, they're like, I'm not listening to music right now. So we also like to say, well, it's like the last thing you heard. Yeah. So it could be, you know, a sound, um, it could be, yeah, like the reverse beep of a construction vehicle. It could be like your favorite episode of Bittersweet Stories by John and Wes. Yeah, I mean, you exactly know what I mean. Right? Shameless That's, plug. Yeah, episode nine <laughs> was a real banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the last thing I heard because it was just the benchmark of perfection. Yeah. Anyway, um.
0: So be- be- before you answer, <laughs> I I do wanna I do like have something you know relatively serious to say to this. Is that I love asking this question, right? Because in the landscape and world that we live in now, like there's, n- there's no like CD stores or like there's record right, stores, right. but they're more like vintagey type things. Like where does one go to find new music? Right. Right. When we grew up, like I would go to the local like record store right. and they would have like all of the CDs lined up and like, you could put on the headphones and like sample Actually them and like, them okay, okay yeah. this is the new bit, ba- you know, nowadays, like, I don't know where to find new music and maybe I sound a bit, like a bit of a Luddite or maybe an old man. I yeah. don't know. Now um, it's like,
1: it's like more being like, Hmm, how is it that the algorithms have pertained themselves to your music? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? How like, does Spotify know you? Yeah, exactly. Right? But this is such
0: an interesting question because I find out about music that I would never have heard of or interact with yeah. and I love that. Yeah. I love it.
1: I mean, it's so group like it's so great when you're running any kind of a group well, yeah, group or group work or whatever it is, um, you know, breaking the ice off the top is like so important and it's like it's always nice to have a question that is sort of, it feels more real. It feels a little less cheesy than something like, uh, okay, my name's John and I like Jell-O. Mm-hmm. And then you pass the ball mm-hmm. to Wes and you're like, yeah. I'm Wes, I like watermelon, you know, as yeah. opposed to like something like that. You can just be like, oh, like, hey, well, Wes, what's up? What yeah. kind of music do you like? Yeah. You know,
0: it's it's a tried and true thing. Like icebreakers are so important in, in regardless of like whatever kind of group or program That's you're right. running. And this is like, I guess our icebreaker.
1: Yeah. And so that's, what's, that's, what's really fun for us, especially because, um, I mean, in general, we're so fortunate to like have this approach and this mm-hmm. kind of an in with these mm-hmm. folks, because like, you know, music's pretty awesome. So it's like rad that we're there to create music. So yeah, it keeps in line with, um, with what we're doing. Yeah. So, so John, yeah. <laughs> I will ask you again, <laughs> what music are you into? Right you're like, now, it right feels now. like you're kind of stalling. Like yeah. you don't want to answer the question. Um, well, Wes, I'm I'm so happy you asked because being a guitar player, I find that I am mm. most inclined to music that is fairly um, centered around guitar. Um, while I grew up listening to some like you know um, Motown and like soul music and stuff like that, at a very very early age, I also got pretty into metal. So I think that that's pretty representative of myself where. Uh, Groove is very important and um, also like I like I certainly like music that uh, showcases the technical abilities of of various musicians, Um, especially with metal, especially metal drummers like that's like metal drumming should be an Olympic sport. You know what I mean? Like for how absolutely what a friggin workout that is. But um, yeah, so I like I like death metal. I like uh, technical death metal. I usually like some brutal death metal Uh, dabble a little bit with black metal big into groove metal, right? There's also the classic metal, um, which somewhat into thrash metal. Um, and then, yeah, big time into like Motown soul. Um, yeah, groove is very important. I find that those are the things that, but I also love those random things that like I listened to James Taylor's in the pocket for probably eight months, without hesitation Mm. or like interruption Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would listen to some death metal and then I just cue right on over to James Taylor and I find it's important to sort of have that the variety it's like the light in the dark like I always find that no matter what I'm listening to I'll listen to something that's like pretty technical or brutal or something like that and then I'll just go to like the mamas and the papas yeah. or something like that. Hey, you know? nothing wrong
0: with the mamas and the papas.
1: And I, I've been trying really, really hard because when I was younger, I didn't really listen to a lot of hip hop because I was such a metal head. So I've really, really tried to listen to more like older and current um, hip hop. And and I really love always being able to appreciate the production and the engineering of any music. And I find that's really cool when you listen to like pop music or like, um, you know, current hip hop or older hip hop. But a lot of trap music these days. There's like it's really busy. There's a lot of sounds going on. There's a lot of things that are happening. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was probably took me five minutes to answer that question. But there you go, Wes. Now, Wes, what music do I like? What music do you like? Um, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> um, nice. Side note, Wes is also a
0: comedian. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I see. It's interesting. I, you know, I grew up uh, with my mom, and and she liked adult contemporary right you know so like what are we talking like Celine Dion oh yes Brian like Adams all, all of the 90s like over dramatic sort of yeah, pretty yeah. pretty terrible musicians and artists in their own right
1: there's an element of cheese a yes pronounced element of cheese, Chee- there cheese or is yeah. a good way to put from, uh, it from um, Celine Dion I guess and
0: then when my stepdad came into my life he brought with him this immense uh, record and CD collection cool um, and I remember like I used to sneak into sneak into his office and just like check out the vi- like he had he had massive stacks of vinyl and I would just flip through them and like like you know whenever they were away I would you know try to skip school and just like throw these on because I'm like what is this yeah you know? so I started listening uh, to the Tragically Hip and right. uh, it was the album Day for Night right and it starts off right with album. the song Grace Two and and mm-hmm. it's just this you know really like heavy sort of bass drawn like bass led song
1: and doesn't it like the the drums fade in like you just like slowly but surely just hear this like drum beat coming in yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah and then the way Gore Downey, like i mean i love poetry i love lyrics i i'm a huge fan of that in music yeah um and the and just the way he tells his stories and the way the band like plays these like music behind it and it's just it's got so much energy and and, you know all these other things yeah
1: um it's like there's a lot going on but it doesn't at all take away from what he's doing which is like the the mark of like of like true musicianship for sure yeah
0: and and then you know so what kind of music do i like needless to say i i like a little bit of everything there's a lot of music um that i don't connect with uh you know and that's just like anybody right right um, but I, I would definitely say there's there's aspects to, you know, every genre or subgenre and area of music that I connect with, you know. Yeah. And you talked earlier about production value. I remember the first time I heard the song Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. Oh my god. I was yeah. just blown away. Cause first of totally. all, the song has like seven instrumental hooks that like will stay in your head forever. Yeah. You know, and then just the production value and the way the song is crafted. And it's like this isn't a song that I would, you know if I had a bunch of friends over that I would put on and sit back and listen yeah. to like, and enjoy.
1: Yeah. Hey, let's cut the tragically hip and right? throw in some gaga right? real quick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: No, but the reality is, is like this song is so well made. Oh yeah. Right. And so w- when I went to school, you know, f- for audio engineering and the music and these types of things, I really started looking at music that way. Mm-hmm. And that just opened my eyes to, to every, every genre has that. Yeah, You know, yeah, and and now like I wouldn't say like I have these favorite brands. It's like I would say I have these favorite producers or I have Uh these favorite recording engineers or I have these favorite, you know, those types of things because those folks like, you know, do music in every genre and do everything. I
1: was going to say it's cool to like follow those people around to be Mm -hmm. like, oh... It's cool how, like, I, I recognize their, like, signature with this artist and this artist. And they might be, like, polar opposites, but the the sort of the essence of, the, of that production is the same. Yeah. And it's really cool. I also appreciate it as well with, like, um, with certain artists, like... Um, you know, if they're playing in multiple groups and then you hear you hear the music from each of those groups and you can sort of get a sense of the influence that ostensibly that artist would have had because you can hear these reoccurring themes. Like those things kind of, it's a bit more of like yeah. the back end of music yeah. and how it's like, if you're a listener and you're just like taking it in, it's going to be enjoyable, but there's this like added, they're almost like Easter eggs with like listening to music. There's like these added little bonuses that like, yeah. you know, but what's interesting is you kind of, Touched on something which I can appreciate with and probably most people can as well was, you know, when you're really young and you're, it's not like you're doing something wrong. But I think that you recognize that you're like, wait a second, this yeah. is kind of crazy here. And you're like, yeah. I need to like explore this myself when like no one's around. Yeah. Um, like, because, yeah, in reality, like, would it have been
0: inappropriate for me to ask my stepdad? Hey, do you want to listen to the tragically like, hip? Are you kidding yeah. me? But the fact that, like, I was doing it and, like, nobody else knew. Yeah. You know? That's a big part of it. It was huge. Yeah. I
1: remember... I can remember being very, very young and waking up at, like, 5 in the morning and thinking to myself that I had that moment to myself. Meanwhile, like, my sisters and my parents were in the house. And I threw on Beat It by Michael Jackson because even me, being a young kid, was already a metalhead. So, you know... Oh, oh, that... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah and um
0: Quincy Jones talk about favorite oh producers. Gosh, Quincy, Quincy Jones, Jones is yeah near the top that's of that that's list. A, that's
1: another episode yeah. um but uh yeah it was it was like this like sort of special moment where I just felt like I was like by myself and further to that end was um when I was younger when I was probably like about like maybe it was around like grade six or grade seven I no, even earlier than that. Anyway, I started listening to Metallica. Mm. Um, I remember going into my sister's room and she had like made a copy of the Black Album. And it was perfect because I picture it to this day. Her writing with like a like a black Sharpie saying Metallica. And she literally had a heart sticker at the end of it. And um, me listening to Metallica and, and it was like a game changer. Like it just blew my mind. And... My parents didn't like the fact that at such a young age I was into Metallica, so I used to give my friends money and blank tapes and be like, go buy this Metallica yeah. cassette, yep. make a copy for me, and then bring the copy back because the copy will go like um, unknown to anyone looking at it. It just looks like a generic blank tape. They won't know. And I remember very vividly being in like grade five, I finally got my hands on Ride the Lightning, which I think is like one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Metallica albums for this very reason. And having the volume super low and being in my bedroom and playing, like, the first song is Fight Fire with Fire, and it has this, like, awesome, like, acoustic intro. And then it just turns to, like, such amazing, like, thrash metal. Yeah. And I remember me being a little kid <laughs> trying to be so quiet, but at the same time being like, this is the best. Yeah. Like, oh my yeah. God. Like, well, isn't there,
0: like, isn't that so interesting? Because music, you know, when you're listening by yourself, it is such a personal experience. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I remember, I remember so vividly when I was in high school. Um, I, I I heard some Bob Dylan songs, and, and right. again, like I love lyrical content
1: and all these mm-hmm. other things. Um, he was just recognized somewhat recently as being a Nobel for he got yeah, the Nobel Prize you, for you, his for, poetry for
0: for, for writing. Yeah. yeah, and and so anyways, like listening to the, a bunch of his songs, especially the earlier, well, Blood on the Tracks is my favorite Bob Dylan. album. it's also, a, it's a route story. Sixty
1: six is the one that or Highway 66. Highway Sixty yeah. Six. <laughs> I don't yeah. listen to Bob Dylan much.
0: Yeah, but no, so I I I listen to this like extensively and i'm like geez i almost i I felt like i had found something yeah you know yeah and i went to school and i'm like hey does anybody know bob dylan and like and like (laughs) Like, most of my friends yeah most of my friends at the time (laughs) were just like no like who's bob dylan like old man yeah yeah, you know and then so i i went to my teacher and i'm like you know we were doing this english uh presentation on your favorite writer right yeah so i'm like hey i'm gonna do bob dylan and I like, you know, pretended like as if she, like nobody had ever heard of this guy before. She's yeah. like, Bob Dylan. Okay, sweet. Right. Right. And so I, I got so into him and like, it, it's like, it's almost as if his music existed just for me at that point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And then I, and then I had like did this presentation on him and started talking to more and more people. And I was like, yeah, Bob Dylan's like the biggest artist of all time. Yeah, You're yeah. an idiot. You yeah. know, <laughs> like, of course we've heard of Bob Dylan, yeah. right? More people
1: have heard of him than not. But yeah. that
0: is such a cool thing about music, you know, cause there's, it's, it's it's a very communal thing uh-huh. and it's a very communicative thing, Yeah, but it's very personal at the it's same time. hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Right. And I, you can, you can bestow your, like yourself and your own thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. onto the music, mm-hmm. totally different than someone else. And yet that person also has done that to that same, very same piece of music, yeah. you know? Yeah. I Which, guess that's true of art in general, but like yeah. for us, it's music more than anything, I think. And you talk about, you know,
0: journeys and, and whatever, like that's the reason I got into music was for yeah. live music. Right. Because, Not the band journey,
1: though. Wow. Well, Just the journeys. Yeah. Because um, don't stop believing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah.
0: I mean, we could go on, but... Yeah. Um, no, like like live music is that embodied as well, right? Like, oh, yeah. Because live music is like, you know, you're with hundreds, thousands of other people watching this band play, and yet it's such a personal experience it's at the same true. time. Yeah. Right? And that's both from a performer perspective and from an audience member perspective. Yeah, big right? time.
1: Um, and age is very important in that too because yeah. it's like in much the same way as there though there are those firsts as you go along the way like the first time you really found this genre or this artist and like what was going on at the time it's like the same thing when you're like super young I remember being like a very young kid and seeing the band Fear Factory which is like one of my like favorite mm. metal bands like even still now but mm. especially in the time and it was that same thing of like like it's so publicly okay yeah. and yet you felt like you're almost yeah. doing something wrong when yeah. you're like whoa like look at that mosh pit like they're like those people are like beating the crap out of each other yeah. but it's the best you know those people are emoting and feeling things from the <laughs> yeah. music right? and i'm just gonna yeah. cower out to the side and like yeah. chuckle to myself um yeah
0: it's great and 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 you know as i've gotten older one of my favorite things to do you know just with friends is like hey uh burn me a cd of like your Favorite fifteen songs right now. Yeah, I, I did this for years and years, and and I have like, you know, those old books that you would have of of just yeah, CDs, yeah, yeah. right? And they're all burnt CDs of just like things I w- never would have heard of. I remember specifically somebody uh, giving me one song um, um, by the band Dead Weather when they first did their first, oh yeah, their, their first uh, yeah, album, yeah.
1: and I'm like, Dead Weather, like I love Jack White, how have Jack I never White, heard yeah. of this? Right? And that was after. Um my baby's on a level. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah after yeah. rack Hunters, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um after rack Hunters, after White Stripes. Um we teamed up. It was like it was kind of like an underground supergroup almost. You know, yeah, like yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember that. Buddy yeah. from uh, Queens of the Stone Age, yeah, Alison Allison Mosshart from The Kills was is a singer. Hmm. Anyways, I I heard that song and then I checked out that album and probably for like a four month period, I listened to nothing but that album the album's called Whorehound and it's unbelievable yeah I remember that album. You for know, sure. it was so fresh and just like I don't know it was v- super interesting and yeah, yeah I loved
1: it that's cool that's super awesome but wow. yeah uh, what music do you like that's that's uh, that's our like you know what probably 20 minute response to that question yeah. and we could go on Mobile Arts Programming
0: or MAP for short brings the recording experience to you. If your agency or organization is interested in exploring the positive outcomes of writing and recording music, please visit our website at mobileartsprogramming.com.